Welcome to Everyday Finance and Economics with the Siglers, the podcast where we discuss what you need to know about personal finance and economics and give you practical advice on how to get started and be smart with your money. We're your hosts, Glenn and Christina Sigler. So, Christina, what's going on in the economy this week? What matters this week and probably for the foreseeable future, Dad, is semiconductor chips. They are in Every electronic product from phones to cars to TVs and game consoles, every every electronic product you have, and there aren't enough of them. At first, it was just a temporary delay in supplies at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, as, as there was with a lot of products. But since people have been demanding more electronic devices since they've been staying at home. So even though now production is back to normal, there still aren't enough chips for demand because demand has just gone up for them. Companies that use these chips, and there are a lot across a lot of different sectors, uh, are having to delay the launch of products or even cut back on production altogether. The economic term for this week is the SEC. It's an acronym, and it stands for the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. It was founded by President Franklin Roosevelt after the stock market crash in 1929 to help restore investor confidence in the stock market. It's an independent agency of the federal government and has three main goals, protect investors, maintain fair and orderly markets, and facilitate capital formation, which basically means encourage assets like cash to be invested instead of being used for personal consumption. All right, we have another part of our investing series here for you today, and let's get into the episode. All right, so to recap, investments so, yeah, lots so, of things yeah there's lots of stuff and we've covered many of them we've covered stocks we've covered bonds we've co- covered etfs mm-hmm. um there's some slight differences between retirement investments versus non-retirement investments mm. and in the united states uh the one of the big issues with that is uh for retirement event, uh investment you you can invest in a lot of the same things but you get a tax advantage uh, because yeah. mm-hmm. you can have money put into a mutual fund or e- or ETF or whatever you're you're doing. You can have it mm. done pre-tax, and um, you won't be taxed on that uh, money until you decide to take it out. Yeah, yeah, we learned about this in financial right. accounting, right? And then the other side of that, there there are other. Uh, uh, investments called, you know, Roth, Roth 401ks, Roth, uh, Roth IRAs, IRAs yeah. where you can put the money in after tax and then not get it taxed and then the not, not, not get taxed on any payout. Oh, that's smart. And so there's that's different smart. strategies that you use based on your income level, mm-hmm. you know, that you would use a Roth or a non or not a traditional 401k or IRA. Mm, okay. 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 Um, you know, so retirement funds, retire uh, investment funds. Again, we we've gone back o- o- over those. Those are the non-tax advantage. Uh, bank products, certificates of deposit, money market savings. Uh, those are those types of products. Cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. which we've talked about before. Bitcoin, and, and, right? Hot. Bitcoin, Dogecoin, things of that. Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love those. And then derivatives. We've mm. talked a little bit about derivatives uh, when we talked about futures, um, but derivatives are really um, assets that are valued based on another asset. Ooh. And okay. so 
that's what a futures contract is. Mm-hmm. And that's what options are. Um, um, it's, you know, an option for, I, I want an option to buy, um, Amazon stock three months from now at a, you know, at a price of, you know, $300. Oh, so yeah. this is like, okay. So if we're going to liken this to something else, layman's terms, right? You're betting on someone else's bet. Yeah. 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 Okay. You're betting that, that, you know, so the difference, uh, uh, so a future is an obligation to, you, you have a contract to buy or sell. Mm-hmm. Depending on at which side of the future, specific time, uh, 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 yeah, at, at a specific time and date in the future of you know hundred barrels of oil, mm-hmm. that's a futures contract. Okay, an option is the right to buy. A, so you just the option to yes, buy. you have the option because mm-hmm. there's something called being in the money, being out of the money. Say if you say I want an option to buy Amazon. Uh, three months from now mm-hmm. at three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Today the price is two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And so you're betting that it'll go up, and you're betting that it it will go up a lot. Mm. That'll be more than three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But if it's not more than three hundred dollars, why would you buy it? Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Mm-mm. And so you're gonna pay that the, the that right to buy it costs a little bit of money doesn't cost as much as the entire stock but it costs a little bit of money this is interesting okay Okay. so so those are options and there's options to buy and there's options to sell Mm -hmm. um and and then there's things also derivatives called swaps and what is so when we talk about the debt instruments um, yeah, like the bonds and stuff. The bonds and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, say I had I I need a steady fixed rate mm-hmm. for for my business, and you have variable rate stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or excuse me, you have fixed rate stuff, and I have variable rate stuff. But I need to swap it out because something's changed in my business. You Meaning and I that, can, okay, we the, can you and you- I can swap instruments. When you talk about fixed rate and variable, you're talking about the interest rate? Interest rate, yeah. Okay, so fixed interest rate and variable interest rate. Right. And we need to swap because something happened to me? Well, I I see my business becoming uh, either more, you know, based on, you know, depending on which side I'm on, Mm -hmm. my payments need to be either more stable or they have a lot of movement and they move with what you move in the way that your instrument works. Mm -hmm. And so- I, I will work out some sort of swap with you to change, you know, to change, you know, how my, how my revenue stream is coming in so okay. I can match what I need. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. It's, it's so think of it as a way to exchange one kind of cash flow for another, mm-hmm. a, a, a steady stream for a variable stream of payments. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And that, and those are the 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 five minute answer on derivatives and derivatives five minute are, answer on derivatives. Yeah, we could uh, honestly have a whole answer on deriv- or a whole episode on derivatives. Yeah, it's too complicated, honestly. All right, Dad, let's get into some questions now that we know all the terms and the lingo. 
We know uh, some of the terms. The n- we know enough of the terms of the lingo to get around. All okay. right. All right. There's enough to be dangerous. 700 years worth of lingo in investing. We yeah. do not have time for that. Anyway. All right. Simple question. The basis of all this. Why should I invest? What is the benefit? Okay. Investing helps you make your money work more for you. Mm. You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you can, there's lots of things you can do with your money. You can spend it and get an immediate benefit of what you buy. But does that help you reach some of your long-term goals and objectives? Say that you want to buy a house. Well, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to buy a house if you spend all your money and don't have money for, uh, have anything saved for down payments and, 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 and things that come with that. So by investing your money, you put your, that, those funds to work in, in assets that can compound and compound at a faster rate than just keeping them in your mattress at home or in your cookie jar or sometimes even more than a savings account. Yeah. Yeah, you know, compounding means that the money that you put away, not only does it earn some gain, but if you keep it in there over time, the earnings makes earnings. Mm. And that allows your funds to grow uh, much more rapidly. That seems useful. That seems useful. All right. How how much risk is involved in investment? Because I know we said that was the main difference between like a savings account and investing earlier. Right. Investing can span a wide range of risk. Mm. Some investments have a very wide range of volatility. Let's just think about um, game, the price of GameStop over wait, the wait, last- Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Volatility means- uh, Price movement up and down. Okay. I'm, I, we'll just keep it that way. Price yeah. movement up and down. Mm-hmm. Could be high one day, could be low the next day. If you think, mm. look at the story of the stock GameStop, uh, a few months Good ago, GameStop. Um, it was worth like four dollars a share. Yep, and then it went up to four hundred to the moon. Yeah. GameStop to the moon. Or even if you want to talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin yeah. has like been twenty thousand back to four thousand, and now it's up to sixty two thousand. Right for yeah, per per year, and so that's a lot of movement. That is a lot of fluctuation. Some people don't like that kind of fluctuation. They that it um it they them. they like the upside, and who wouldn't? But they have a hard time sleeping with the downside. Yeah. And so, uh, you have to understand your ability to tolerate swings, mm-hmm. and each type of investment has its own certain risk. You know, even across stock classes, there are certain stocks that uh, um, swing wildly Mm. versus others that really don't swing at all, like utilities. You know, um, yeah, utilities. Utilities don't don't swing a lot, but then Mm -hmm. you've got something like um, any new and emerging technology stock, and that could swing wildly. Mm. Yeah, even Mm -hmm. Tesla has Mm -hmm. a lot of movement. So, understanding is go ahead. Understand. Mm what you're doing right like what you're investing in and ask yourself before can i tolerate this amount of price fluctuation a- absolutely and and you know so understanding accepting and in certain cases like with options uh managing the mm-hmm. risk and reward for each investment 
is part of the process of investing. Okay. What is diversification and why is that important? Okay. So I'm going to start with the uh, an old saying. You've heard the phrase, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yes. So why is that? Because if you fall, you got your all your eggs in one basket and you fall, you've broken all, you all your all eggs. eggs yeah. you've, got, you've got nothing left. Mm-hmm. So if you put your eggs in different baskets and, you know, two or three fall, you still got other eggs. Yep. Okay. Okay. Diversification is a tool of investing in different types of companies, different types of assets at different durations. So that if something happens that impacts one part of your portfolio, it doesn't wipe out all of your portfolio. Um, yep. Okay. And, and so when we talk about diversification, we're really talking about diversification of the risk. Mm hmm. You don't so that's want a way to minimize risk. Right. right. So you don't want all the assets to have the same kind of risk. Mm-hmm. Now there 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 are some folks that invest out there say yes, I believe in this company or this industry and I'm going all in. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, when they're right, they cool. can Good you know, them. they can reap a lot of reward. But mm-hmm. when they're wrong, they're going to be wrong. And so again, you're going to have to get a handle on what's the right diversification for me. Um, and, and, and depending on how much you're going to know and study that, that company or that industry or that asset, mm-hmm. how much risk you're willing to take, how much diversification you need around that. All right. That's our show. Our second part in our investing series. Be sure to join us again next time when we round out the series with the third part. And if you have any questions for us at all, you can email us at efespodcast at gmail.com and follow our Instagram at efespodcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everyone.